Hello everyone and welcome back to Just a Theory. Today's episode is going to be a little different because I'm just going to talk. Like I've been so ready to just talk, to get on here and just say whatever because obviously all my other episodes I had purpose you know I wanted them to like fit around the theme of what I want to do with the podcast but I've been dying to just get on here and talk and I'm ready like I'm really ready and I've had several people reach out to me and say that they want something along the lines of this episode that I'm doing today so here it is here it is for everybody um I kind of want to take this episode to take a look back at the year of 2022 and then um like a little motivational look forward to 2023 so I guess that's what we're gonna do I actually tried to do this last night I tried to record this episode last night and I'm just gonna say it got super super personal I got super emotional I was literally embarrassed even though obviously no one heard it or is going to hear it Um, But honestly, I felt like I needed to do that. It's not something I don't think I would ever post just because it was so personal. But I felt like just saying it out loud as if people were going to hear me made me feel like a million trillion times better. Which is strange. It's strange how those things work. Um, I don't know. I felt very vulnerable afterwards and I'm not that kind of person like... I don't know. I feel like I'm not the person. I don't wear my heart on my sleeve. For one, I'm kind of a closed off person. I don't get like once once I'm in there, I I can't say I don't get emotional because after the year I've had, I had a very emotional year and all of my friends would be like, girl, you are a titty. And this year I was a titty. I was a huge titty this year. I went through a lot, though. I have an excuse. I have an excuse to be a titty this past year. But anyways, I just, I was literally ugly crying at one point to the point that I couldn't even speak. My words were not understandable. So yeah, I'm just, I'm not comfortable posting that. I feel like that's a little too deep into my personal life to be putting out to the entire world. Not that the entire world listens to my podcast, but obviously it's on the internet for any and everybody to hear. So, you know, not going to put that out there. Um, But the one good thing about this podcast, though, is I feel like the people who I wouldn't want to know my personal business, they don't listen to my podcast, so they don't know Like, they wouldn't know if I said it. They don't listen to my podcast because they don't like me. So they wouldn't know my business because they wouldn't listen to my podcast. So that's kind of why I feel a little safe to come on here and say certain things that I normally wouldn't just go blast all over Facebook or all over Snapchat or whatever social media. I don't hardly post on Instagram, but you get my drift. But I reckon let's just get right into it. I'm going to open me up a nice little water here. Michelob Ultra sponsor me. So, let's talk about 2000, 
22. From what I can gather, it was a shit year for everybody. Um, definitely a shit year for me. Not even gonna lie. I literally think I went through... I don't think. I definitely went through the two worst heartbreaks of my big old 25 almost years of life. And just to put the cherry on top of my clownery, it was by the same person. That was a rough time. I had a rough time in 2022. Honestly, I think I hit... I keep saying I think. I don't know why I do that. I feel like I definitely hit my lowest point this past year, and I've had some low points. Um, And I don't want anyone to judge me. Now, y'all don't go judging me about the fact that I got my heart broke twice by the same person. I don't, And I don't mean no little heartbreaks like we went through something. And I just got my heart broke a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like real deal. Excuse me. Real deal crying in the shower. Heartbreak. Like it made me feel like I ain't never had my heart broke before. Because it was something like it's just I don't know how to explain it. I feel like when you get your heart broke like that you understand me. If you've had your heart broke for real. You'll understand me. It was a hard thing, too. And, like, the second time, the first time and the second time, they were different heartbreaks. Like, the first time I was heartbroke because I didn't want it to be over. Like, I was heartbroke because I missed him. I wanted to be back with him. I was heartbroke that it didn't work out because I wanted it to work out. But the second time, The second heartbreak was like a total, it was a total different feeling for me. I feel like because I think the second time, the second heartbreak, I feel like I was to the point where I was over the relationship, but it was like just the pure, I think the second heartbreak was because it it came with having to accept the fact that the person that I really, really genuinely loved and cared about literally did not love me in the least and did not give the tiniest shit about me. That was a hard, that was a hard pill to swallow. And that was a total different heartbreak. Like, I have went back to this person multiple times like this has been going on for years now and I always would go back to this person but I'm like finally at a point in my life that I would not go back like I wouldn't dare go back because this time this time felt different it hurt different it hurt more it hurt worse it cut deeper like I feel like this time it closed me off to having a relationship for a very, very long time, if ever. Like, I feel like it gave me permanent trust issues. I don't think my trust issues will ever be resolved after this. And part of it is my fault, you know. I don't, like, I don't put the blame 
all on him. That does not mean that anything he has done to me is excusable or anything he has done, even if it wasn't directed to me, but affected me because of the fact that we were supposed to be together or because of the relationship that we do have. I can't put all the blame on him because I allowed those things to happen and I allowed myself to be treated the way that I was treated. I allowed myself to go through the things I had to go through because I feel like this is so common. My worst fear is that I would do all these things and be this person and love him and treat him well, do the things that I should do. I mean, just genuinely love him and like try to make him better. I was so scared that I would put in all that work, do all this stuff, and then he would turn around and take everything I showed him, everything I asked for, everything I cried and begged for, everything I wanted from him, he would turn and give it to the next person no issue. I'm getting emotional again. I'm sorry. I was scared that he would do that. And then he did. That that made the heartbreak worse because it's like all this time, all these years that I always went back even if it wasn't on like even if I went back to him not on no relationship type stuff like just the way that we mess with each other or whatever the case was whatever you want to call it but I always would go back because I would just be like maybe this time he'll be different like maybe this time it'll be different and it never was and so I was so scared that I was going to be the one to have to deal with all the bullshit For him, when it was finally over for us, go be right for the next person. And I don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but I know people don't really change. But still, it feels like that's exactly what happened to me. Like, it feels like he turned around and gave the next person everything that I deserved, not even that not not that I just asked for it, but I deserved it in the way that I treated him, the things I did for him, the way I felt about them. It's hard to accept. Like, you know, you sit back and it's like you love somebody, you love somebody so much to the point that it don't make sense how they couldn't feel the same towards you. Like, how can you just How can you love somebody so much, but they don't love you back? Like, how does it get to that point? Because it don't get to that point out of nowhere. I'm not delusional. I'm not delusional. It wasn't all bad things. There were great things in there, too. There was great times, good times. And I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if I am delusional and I just made those good times up. Like, did I just romanticize that shit to the point that None of it was real. I don't believe it was real. It's 
impossible for me to accept on his that things were real on his end after everything that has transpired in the past few months like it's impossible for me to believe that he genuinely cared about me or genuinely loved me and that has been an absolute hard thing to accept but I've had to accept it because if I don't accept that, then I'm going to sit here and question and question and question. What did I do wrong? Why wasn't I enough? Like, why wasn't I enough for this person? Sometimes you just got to like, you just got to, you got to accept shit for what it is and move on. And I feel like I've done that. And some days, like I still have my days, don't get me wrong. And obviously I still have my moments Like sometimes I'll hear something or I'll see something or I'll think of something and it feels like, I'm sorry. It feels like I'm back and it feels like all the work that I've put in has been for nothing. And it sucks because... I'm the person like, I want to literally delete you out of my life and move on. I have, I have to do that. But it's hard under the circumstances. Like, it's damn near impossible to do that. But it's like, I just, I have to do that. I have to do that for me, for myself. Because for one, if I'm not good, my daughter's not good. And my daughter, my daughter is going to be good. At the end of the day, my daughter is going to be good. So I have to be good for myself so I can be good for her. And that's how I look at it. And the first time I, the first time this happened this year, when I got my heart broke, I was down bad. I was so down bad because like I said, it was a different kind of heartbreak. It was a whole different kind of heartbreak the first time. But the second time, the second time it hurt, it hurt like a bitch. But I swear, I just feel like I bossed up. I bossed up, picked myself up off the ground and said, you don't got time to do the same thing again. Like chalk this shit up, move on. And I feel like I've done a really good job of that. I feel like I have done a really good job because for the first time in years, I I know for a hundred percent that I'm not going back. I'm not going back on no, no kind of way, no nothing. There ain't no reason I would be with him again. There's no reason I would touch him again. There's no reason. Honestly, I don't even care to talk to him again. And I don't mean that in a mean way. But it's like, I'm just, I'm just to the point where it's like, in order for me to be able to truly, truly, and you know what, I ain't even gonna say that, because one day when this is 100% done, I'm fully over every aspect of this, then maybe I can talk to him. But for now, I don't care to talk to him, because when I talk to him, it pisses me off. It don't hurt, but it gets me angry. If I have to see him or speak to him, it it makes my skin immediately get hot because I get so 
angry. Like, this go around, this go around, I was hurt. I'm not going to lie, I was very hurt. But the most consistent emotion I have felt through this whole time is pure anger. Like, pure rage. Every single time it comes to my mind, every time something comes up, I get so angry. And I don't want to be angry. I really don't, but I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like Helen. I'm feeling like Helen. And this man is Charles. And I want to do more than push him in a freaking bathtub. You know, but I'm trying to work on myself. I'm trying to work on myself because I know that I have anger issues. I know that I do. And I'm pretty proud of myself because there's a few times I thought about doing something that would probably put me in Elmore County, you know, but I didn't do it. I didn't do it anytime. Obviously, I'm still here, but anyways, other things in 2022, we're going to get off that because I do not want this whole episode to be about that because there's plenty of other things that happened in my 2022 Um, like for one, I changed jobs. So I was at the job that I first got the first job I got when I moved here to Wetumpka, which I loved, I really did love and I love the people I work with. I still talk to them. I definitely should visit more. I've visited a couple times, but I love the people 100% was a smaller business family owned. I loved it. It just wasn't working out. Like with my schedule, like having a toddler and things like that, which at the time she wasn't even considered a toddler. But um, then I got another job and I was working from home and I actually really enjoyed that. I think that is where I finally decided I want to be a stay-at-home mom. I want to be a stay-at-home mom, kind of. So I still feel kind of iffy about it, but honestly, it's just blissful. It's blissful. I want to be a stay-at-home mom, but also at the same time, I kind of want to be a stay-at-home mom where my kids go to daycare. So, you know, (laughs) it works out. But anyways, um, had that job. It was a contract job, actually, that was on Maxwell Air Force Base. Um, But then the company that I was contracted through, their contract ran out. So um, that kind of sucked, but then I got a new job, which is the job that I have now, that I actually thoroughly enjoy. Um, If you know me, you know I'm a little bit of a math nerd. I love me some math. I was going to school to be a math teacher originally, Um, but... I'm an accountant currently. I will not name the business because that's none of y'all's business. And also, I just don't like to attach that to my social medias. Not saying anything negative about the business, but I don't want anything to be like... Like, okay, you know how... I ain't going to say in the old days, but you know how people be like, be careful what you post on Facebook because interviewers can see it. Like, things like that. Like, if I post something crazy on my social media, I don't want somebody to be like, oh, she works here. 
let me go send this to her boss. I would never post something outlandish, you know, but I don't want my social media to be tied to my actual place of work. Um, just because I don't want anything to happen in a negative way that could cause me to get fired or something, pretty much. Because I enjoy my job, and I have a possibility of um, a maybe promotion. I don't know. I don't want to speak on it too much because I also am a believer that you don't let the public know about good things not even just the public like it's certain things i feel like you just don't say out loud because once you say them out loud i feel like it takes the good juju away so i don't want to say it out loud but it is something possibly coming at my job um i am excited about it and totally interested in it i don't know if anything will come of it but Anyways, we'll see. I have to have a talk after the holidays, so next week we'll kind of see what's going on with that. Um, I also started back school this semester. I took spring semester, spring 2022 semester off uh, just to kind of regroup and regather my thoughts um, I really had a hard time last fall trying to balance out full-time engineering, full-time work, full-time mom. That was extremely, extremely difficult to do. Um, engineering in general is difficult. And just doing engineering alone without a job, without a kid is difficult. So trying to do all of it and definitely trying to do it full time. I can't afford to not go to school full time. So doing it full time, it was just too much. I took a semester off and I was like, okay, I got to do something because I got to graduate at this point. And by the way, word of the wise, I think that's how that saying goes. If you are starting if you're going to go to school, please be 100% sure of what you want to do. But actually, that is so stupid because I thought I was 100% sure too. And now here I am on my third major change, which you don't realize how much time a major change adds to your college time. I feel like I have been in school for freaking ever. I have been in school for a long time, and it's kind of embarrassing but, you know, I changed majors twice. I changed majors twice. So that's my excuse. That's what I'm going with. I took a semester off to get my life together. I ain't sweating it. College ain't a race. I do feel like I'm way behind, though. I feel like I'm way behind. But I started back school in August. I changed my major to something that, one, I'm super, super, super interested in. And I really have enjoyed so far. And two, something that I could graduate very quickly. So, I changed my major to criminal justice. And I have a minor in public policy. Which, side note, I already have a minor in math. So, when I graduate, I will have a double minor. Uh, one in math, obviously, and one in 
public policy. But anyways, criminal justice. I have so, so, so enjoyed the classes I've taken so far. I had already taken a couple of criminal justice classes before I changed over to the major, which is kind of what helped me decide that it was definitely what I wanted to change to. I had took some classes as electives and like GPA boosters and stuff. So, um, yeah, I I enjoyed my f- my first semester as an official criminal justice major. I had several criminal justice classes and I had some um political classes which I actually enjoyed. I've never really been into politics and stuff, but I actually really enjoyed my political science class that I had to take. It was very interesting. I feel like I really learned some things. I got some new insight. Um, So, I'm excited to see, like, I'm excited about this next semester. I'm excited to start back school. I actually enjoy school. Like, I don't know what it is, and that's kind of why I feel like with my criminal justice, I don't want to be, like, necessarily, like, an investigator. But I don't know. I'm really into the research side of things. Like, obviously, y'all all know I'm into true crime. I love me some true crime. But it ain't. it's not necessarily that I like the cases. But for some, like, I just like the psychology behind it, kind of. Like, like I want to know why certain people did the things they did. Like, what makes somebody do certain crimes certain specific crimes like y'all know the show i don't know if you've ever watched it 10 out of 10 recommend 100 out of 100 recommend if you love true crime watching mind hunter on netflix holy crap i love that show my most favorite show ever i'm so upset i want more seasons it's up in the air. Last I heard, they weren't doing it, though. But anyways, watch Hunter on Netflix if you like true crime. But that right there is my shit. Like, that is what I'm interested in. That, that kind of research, holy, I would love to do that. That would be a dream job. But, you know, I also want to say this. When I was going to school for engineering, I was going for mechanical engineering. And honestly, I really, really, really would love to go back one day and finish up that engineering degree. I ain't going to say it's going to happen, but I would love to. Um, But I was going to be a mechanical engineer. And what I wanted to do with mechanical engineering is I wanted to be a forensics engineer. So hello, duh, criminal justice. Criminal justice is second best option. Sometimes I feel embarrassed by that. Sometimes I feel like it was a cop-out. Like, sometimes I feel like it's one of those little degrees that people are like, "Mm, is it really a degree, though? Okay, I put in my time, so y'all gonna respect my BA. But, um, let me think. What else happened in 2022? Oh, I know a big thing. So, I actually... Well, no, I'm not going to talk about that. Um, Okay, 2022. I feel like the end, more towards the end of 2022, even though I had my little heartbreak situation at the end of 2022, but I feel like at the end of 2022, I really got close with some of the absolute best friends. I can say that they 100% helped me 
through a very, very hard time in my life. And I'm so appreciative of them. I love them so much. I love being around them. That we always have a good time together. It's always good vibes. I feel like they, like, I mean, they're all people I've known. They're all people I've known and been around in my life. I ain't even gonna lie. One of them's my ex. <laughs> One of them's my ex. Like, the ex, you know? But I feel like they just all came in at the right moment they came in when I needed them the most and they didn't come in because I needed them it just so happened that they all came in at a time when I really needed them so I think that's special like I think that's super special I'm super thankful like I said and I think that it was meant to happen like that I could not I 100% excuse me I'm sorry I 100% could not have gotten through what I have went through without that group of friends. So thank y'all. If y'all are listening, thank y'all so much. Shout out to y'all. For real. And I'm going to bring them on this podcast. Even if they don't want to, even if all of them don't want to come on this podcast, they're coming on this podcast. So, hopefully I'll get to introduce them to you very soon. Um, let's see. My daughter turned one in 2022. So exciting. So fun. I can't decide if I want her to keep growing up and learning and doing new things or if I want her to stay my little baby forever. I'm really torn in the middle. But, I think... I think that's pretty much, I think that's all I want to touch on for 2022, I think. Um, I also, though, like I said, I'm a person that I believe you don't always need to say things out loud. Because it's some people with some hating spirits, some negative spirits. And I don't want to say everything I got in store, everything I got planned, or all my goals for 2023 because I feel like once I say it out loud somebody somebody's gonna put some negative vibes on it some negative thoughts some negative feelings and I don't want that my way I want positivity and I want growth in 2023 I want success I want prosperity and I just want pure and genuine peace and happiness and I mean peace peace in my life like I want to feel at peace I want to feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be I'm doing what I'm supposed to do like I want to feel at my best and I'm determined to do that for myself because I deserve it I 100% deserve it like everything that I needed this year everything I needed this year of 2022 I'm going to give it and be that for myself in 2023 because at the end of the day nobody knows what's best for you but you you don't nobody knows what you really need but you so how can I expect somebody 
to give me every single thing I need, every single thing I want, whatever the case is. You can't, I can't expect someone to do that. So I'm going to do it for myself so that I can heal and I can grow and I can be better for me, which will ultimately be better for my daughter. I want her to have a happy life too. Like, I don't want her to have to go through the things I went through. I don't want her to have to feel the things I felt. I want her to live a happy, genuine, successful, prosperous life. And of course, every parent wants that for their kid. But I feel like a lot of parents don't take into consideration that they lay the foundation for that kind of life. And by the way, in no way, this is not about my parents. This is just me observing other situations, other people's lives, let me say. But it seems like where this generation, like the generation of my age and younger than me and honestly even a little bit older than me, like every the generation that was raised by boomers on <laughs> honestly but it seems like like those kids they were raised up with and their parents had the thought that okay i just have to get them to this age and once they get to that age then their life will begin like then it's their life to take care of and blah 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 okay so, I feel like that is, that, well, obviously, that's a horrible way of thinking. I mean, parenthood is a lifelong responsibility. It doesn't matter when they get to a certain age. But it's like parents forget that they lay the foundation of a child's life. Like, brains are developing in those years. It is super important to lay a great foundation for your kids and it's like if you give your kids a shitty life but then sit there you can't give your kids a shitty life and say oh well one day they'll find somebody who will do right by them at that point they're already screwed up to the point that somebody's not going to be able to come in and treat them the way that they deserve they're not going to be prepared for that they're not going to be they're not going to know how to accept that they're not going to know what that is you know so that's why I feel like it is super important for me to get myself together and be the best version of myself so that I can parent my child in a way that she sees love through me. She sees happiness through me. She understands what to accept from someone and what not to accept from someone. She understands how to deal with things, how to move on from things, how to understand things, how to learn things. And she can take that for the rest of her life and use those things. Use me as an example. See how I lived my life, the things I did, the choices I made, the actions I took, the words that I used to speak to her. All of those things, she can take all of that and use that as the foundation of a great and truly, truly happy healthy life and I don't mean physically healthy obviously I don't mean physically healthy I mean mentally healthy 
mentally healthy because your mental health is definitely, I think, the most important health. Doctors would probably say otherwise, maybe. I don't know. But first things first, you got to have your mental health right or you ain't going to have nothing else right. So that's my goal for 2023. I'm not saying I'm just off the rails here. I think I'm doing pretty well. I have really got a grip on myself the past few months. Like I feel like I have completely changed into a whole different person in the span of two months, which is crazy. But like two months ago, it seems like it's been a lifetime ago. It seems like it's been a lifetime since my situation I'm going to call it my situation. It has it feels like it's been a lifetime since that happened. And that is a day that's that is something I will never forget. I'll never forget the events of those days that weekend. I I just won't forget that. Like that's something that is burned into my brain. I won't forget the way I felt. I won't forget that, but I also feel like it was a lifetime ago and it really has only been a couple months or three months at the most. I'm not, I don't know. But that is part of my goal for 2023. I will not get much more into that because, like I said, I don't want to lay everything out on the table because I feel like that will just open the door for negative vibes. I don't, I don't want any negative vibes. I want all positive vibes. I want positivity. I want to move forward. I want healing. I want learning. Excuse me. And I want some money. Like I am dedicated. I'm dedicated that next year I'm going to do way, way better at saving my money. Don't ask me for shit. I don't care who you are. Don't ask me for nothing because I ain't got it next year. And I, I mean that. I mean that for real. Don't ask me because I ain't got it. I got big plans for next year. I got real big plans for next year that directly affect my plans for 2024. Like I'm looking that much forward. I'm looking that far ahead because I got some things going on in 2023 that's going to make my 2024. And I'm excited about it. Like, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm I'm having, like, real positive feelings right now. I feel dedicated. I hope it don't go away. You know how they say. You know how them New Year's resolutions work out for two weeks. But to take care of that so I don't feel so bad, like, so I don't feel so under pressure for a New Year's resolution, I'm not calling it a New Year's resolution because I'm going to start it on January the 3rd because I'm on all the bullshit till my birthday's over but when's my birthday's over at like 12 a.m midnight January 3rd I'm in the mode you know what I'm saying January 3rd 2023 I'm in the mode but not until then I'm in a little mode now I'm in a little healing mode but the money mode and all the rest of that, no anger, all that stuff, that ain't coming until January 3rd. I'm going to give myself some time, my last days of the old me, and then I'm going to do what I got to do. 
my 25th year of life. I'll be 25 on January 2nd. And I want to make my 25th year the best year. And every year after that, I want it to be the best year. I want I want it to keep getting better and better and better and better. I'm there now. Like, I'm locked in. I'm locked in, but it's a key beside the lock right now. But on January 3rd, the key is thrown in the river, and I'm just, I'm locked in. I'm locked in, and I ain't going nowhere. And I mean it. Um, I have so, so, so enjoyed the few podcast episodes that I've done. I have enjoyed doing them. I've enjoyed the research. I've enjoyed getting on here and talking. And mostly, most of all, my most favorite, favorite, favorite part is the feedback that I've got, which I seriously love when somebody reaches out to me and it's like, I listen to your podcast. I love it. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever, whatever it is. I love when people message me and tell me that they listen. First of all, I love that you even listened. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for taking the time out to go listen to what I have to say. Thank you for that. And then I love when they tell me they love it. It makes me feel so good. It makes me feel extra motivated to keep doing it. Like, it's very encouraging. I love the encouraging words. I literally live for the encouraging words words, messages, whatever it is, whether you see me in person, send me a message, whatever the case is, I'm literally living for it. It's keeping me going. I'm really enjoying the podcast. Obviously, I'm taking it into 2023 with me. I'm excited to see where it goes. And I want to do more episodes like this. Like, I don't, I hope that y'all like this. I'm hoping that y'all like this because I want to do more episodes like this. I don't want to always be just true crime case conspiracy theory a theory on anything i don't want to just i don't always want to go by the theme of what my podcast is supposed to be i want to get on here and talk sometimes because it's like therapy it's like therapy y'all can just be my overworked and underpaid therapist i think that's a great idea i think that's a wonderful idea also because I am very, very highly considering deleting my social media for the entire year of 2023, but I'm I'm just, I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared because this is my thing. If you know me, I am not a person. I don't like to quit. I'm not a quitter. And I feel like if I sit here and tell myself, okay, I'm going to delete my social media for the whole year of 2023, but it comes around July and I'm like, I'm ready to get social media back. I'll feel like I failed the mission because I said I was going to do it all year. Does that make sense? Is anybody else, anybody else like that? So it's like, I'm scared because what if I don't really mean it? But I have to go the whole year because I said I was going to do the whole year. I want to delete social media because it is a huge distraction. It's a huge distraction. It takes up a lot of my time. And I feel like it's just a place where it gives me, like, things that make me upset, I see them on social media. I don't, I don't want to continue to get upset I want to be happy. So being off of social media definitely adds to that. I have deleted my social media for extended periods of time, multiple times, 
over the past few years. And one time I deleted it for like, I know definitely six months, 100% for sure. I know I did it for six months, but I'm thinking possibly it was a little over six months, definitely no more than eight months for sure. But I really, really enjoyed that break from social media and I had a hard time going back to it at first like it was really hard for me to get back in but I had just got out of the motion of social media and I felt like I was actually living my life and enjoying my life and not so caught up in the internet and what other people have to say, what other people are doing in their lives, where other people are at in their lives and things like that. Like, I feel like social media is a huge distraction of reality. And sometimes, obviously, it's a huge distraction of reality. Sometimes that's okay. Like, we all need distraction sometimes. But then it's like, how much time is this taken away from my real life and my real goals my real plans the things that I really want to do how much is it taken away from that so that's really why I want to delete social media just to have that time that I would spend on social media for one and also just to clear my head I don't want to see anything negative that affects my mood affects my healing journey affects my process none of that so that's why I'm considering it I don't know of course I would keep my Instagram for my podcast I don't think that I would be tempted to go lurking on Instagram because I don't even like Instagram for real I don't even use Instagram anymore it's kind of dead now. I'm a Facebook girl and TikTok. I use Snapchat a little, mostly just to post stories. I don't actually use the app. Like, literally, if you send me two messages, you're going to be my best friend on Snapchat because I don't use Snapchat. But, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I delete it. I don't know. It's been an hour, almost. So, I think that's just about enough I think that's enough of me talking. It's been an hour. So, I want to thank you if you did listen to this podcast. If you liked it, please, please let me know. If you want more like this, let me know. If you don't want more like this, you can let me know. I take constructive criticism very well. I want to make y'all happy. I want y'all to keep listening, of course. I want you to tell all your friends to listen. I want you to share it, whatever the case is. So whatever you think I need to do in order for that to happen, you let me know and I'll get it taken care of. If you have something you want me to talk about, let me know and I'll talk about it. I don't care if it's a theory, seriously. I'm open to all suggestions, positive, negative, whatever the case is. I am having fun with this. I'm enjoying it. It's new to me. Um, so, you know, I'm open to whatever y'all have to say. I want to know. I want everyone to like listening to it just as much as I like making it. So... Anyways, to look forward to, I do still have my guests that are coming out. I, like I said, also, I'm getting my friends on here. I'm getting all of them on here. It's going to be a whole group of us. We're doing a podcast, so I'm going to think of something 
super fun for us to do on that podcast. Also, if you have any suggestions that you'd want to hear or that you think would make a good episode with a group of people, let me know. Send me a message. Text me. Let me know in person, whatever, you know. And we'll see what we can get into. I'm so, so, so excited. I'm going to be recording a few episodes this weekend that I will post. I won't post them this weekend. I want to keep them spread out. Um, So I'll post them when I get ready to. But both of the episodes I'm recording this weekend are with guests. So I'm super excited about that. Hope everyone else is excited too. And like I said, thank you so much for listening to me. Thanks for being my therapist just now. Um, okay, apparently Siri thought I was talking to her. I know y'all heard her. Oh, Siri just, I don't know about her sometimes. But anyways. Siri on my phone just said something to me now. She's still talking to me. Um, I'm not talking to you, Siri. Anyways, thanks for being my therapist. Really felt good. This went way better than last night. Way less personal. And if you thought this was personal, I'm not saying that this wasn't personal, but it got very, very personal last night. And I was like, yeah, absolutely not. But thanks for being my therapist. Thanks for listening to me, taking what I had to say. Take it from me. If they ain't giving you what you want, what you need, leave. Don't give them a chance to change. People don't change. Don't give them a chance to fix it. They're not going to fix it because people don't change. Get your shit and move on. When you see one red flag, take off running. Run the other way. We ain't doing no red flags. We ain't doing nothing. Trust nobody. Okay, I'm just I'm just kidding. I've been through some things. You can trust somebody if you feel like you can trust them. But main thing, don't take no shit from nobody because you're better than that. You deserve better than that. Whatever you want, you deserve it. You deserve it. There is nobody on this earth that's not good enough unless you're a piece of shit then you're not good enough but if you are a good person you're good enough you are good enough and don't you ever feel like you ain't enough for somebody so now that i've said my piece for the millionth time thanks for listening hope you enjoyed it let me know and until next time bye